0: Welcome to the Born Unbreakable Podcast. I'm your host, Coach Des, mindset motivator and lifestyle entrepreneur. From lost trauma, disappointments, and devastation to healing hope and betterment, what has grounded me is my unbreakable spirit. We all have that spirit within us. Every week, I'm here to inspire you with stories of perseverance and growth. My mission is to help you crush self-limiting beliefs and to be unapologetically you, You are your only limit, so take action today. Let your unbreakable ride begin now. This episode is brought to you by Blue Skies Life, a lifestyle brand with high quality, ethical, and sustainable products. There are products for your mind, body, and home. Everything from calming tea and luxurious shea butter to Turkish towels and silk kimonos. The holiday season is upon us, so start getting these one-of-a-kind gifts now. Go to blueskieslife.com. That's B-L-U-S-K-Y-S. L-I-F-E and use code BU20 to get 20% off your order today. Welcome back everyone to the Born Unbreakable podcast. I'm here this week with a really special guest. Her name is Christina Shea and she is the CEO of Blue Skies Life. I'm gonna let her talk a little bit more about that, but let me just tell you about Christina. She is a passionate advocate, speaker, and educator for medical cannabis. She'll talk a little bit more how she got exposed to that, how it's helped her, but before her journey into being a CEO, she actually had a very entrepreneurial life in the corporate world. So Christina worked and spent many years working for Fortune 500 companies in a pretty high stress environment in the financial industry doing marketing and communication. So I can only imagine. Um, But you've also gone through some, some challenging times. I know you've lost more than one significant other in your life. Um, I know that you have had a brain cyst, and that is a large catalyst to where y- what got you to where you are today. Uh, but what's really special about Blue Skies Life is that it's all about wellness. And it's wellness and holistic natural health for women. Her and I were just having a conversation about how women stop putting themselves first after they spend so much time and so many years putting others before them and what it's like to get back to taking care of ourselves. And so Christina, she works to promote equity and equality for women. And I'm just so grateful to have you on the show today.
1: Well, thank you so much for having me. I feel very honored and blessed to be here having a conversation with you on Born Unbreakable. As I said, I just love the name of that show. Um, I think sometimes we all feel a little broken sometimes. And you are not broken. Um, I've even been told that in a relationship by somebody once that you are broken. (laughs) You are not broken. You are strong and you're made to rise up. So thank you again for having me.
0: Yeah, you know, when I learned more about you, Christina, one of the first words that came to mind was resiliency. So I know that, you know, being being diagnosed at one point in time with a brain cyst was, I can imagine, pretty life-changing for you. So if you could take me back to that time, how did it change your life and how did it spur the journey of Blue Sky's life? Gosh, I mean, so much of it.
1: You're getting me all like, I don't know, I don't get too emotional usually about when I'm talking about these things, because it's, you know, it's part of my life and my story. But um, yeah, when I was diagnosed, um, so what I'll just do a little bit of precursor to the story, not the whole story, maybe we can talk about maybe loss and that, which is all part of it. But I was undergoing a lot of stress, I had gone under a lot of trauma. Um, and as a woman, there's lots of things I could share about that trauma, but um, which maybe contributed to the you know what developed in my the system my brain I don't know we don't know really the cause but I was working beyond um, physical and mental and emotional constraints like and when I say I only slept three hours a night for about 15 years that's all I did sleep because I was a single mom and I had lost a husband and there's other story within that story Um, but financially was very much strapped so I was trying to, you know, um, just achieve and make it happen and put stability and security for my daughter. And, you know, I guess there's a part of me that I've always been an achiever. So I always wanted that promotion or I wanted to excel. Or I wanted to do great work. And I also ran my own consulting firm while I was working full time and I was going to university full time. So when you compound all this, I just kept thinking, I can do this. I can do this. I can do this. And I did do it, but at a huge cost. So I was going down the escalator in the financial district meeting someone for lunch, for a lunch meeting, and uh, I thought, oh, my God. Like, i have been going through migraines for quite some time, years, actually, but they progressively were getting worse, which is a whole story in itself. But I thought, oh, my God, I'm going to fall down. I'm going to faint. And this wasn't something usual, really. I mean, I would suffer from pain, but it wasn't like I could still function. But I literally did come face to floor when I got off that escalator Thank God, I didn't fall on the escalator. Um and uh, obviously there was a lot of commotion, which I had passed out. So then I was rushed to the hospital and I actually had lost my eyesight for about 48 hours. I could not see properly. It was um, very, very scary because I'm a very visual, creative person. Like we all want our sight, but it's like I live and breathe. You know, I love art and it's just I'm a graphic designer by trade. So, um, And I thought, the, I thought I've never seen my daughter again. Like, it, it, all these things went through my head. Anyway, they did all these tests and CAT scans. They initially told me that I had, um, you know, and then my eyesight came back. And then I'm like, oh, everything's okay now. That's what I thought. You know, I'm like, oh, I had a bad migraine. It's okay. <laughs> so I got called into the doctor's office, a few, I mean, a couple days later. And they said, for sh- I was first told that I had brain cancer. And I was like, it runs in my family. But they I made a mistake with that. So with a, with, and a couple days later, they corrected that. So it is a brain cyst, and... I mean, there was the option to uh, surgically go in there and change, you know, remove it. But I wasn't comfortable with that because there was other risks like losing more of my sight or um, other risks as well. And at that time, I was primarily actually working with my consulting firm for these companies, which I had very, you know, worked very, very hard to get them as clients. So I didn't I didn't have insurance like health insurance. I didn't have all these things. So I thought, okay, I'm going to manage this. I'm going to change my life because basically my doctor said, you know, if you continue along this path, you will die. You need sleep because sleep is a huge issue. Um, I used to say I would sleep when I die. I realized very quickly that I would die if I don't sleep. So that was a big part of my journey. And also, you know, finding meditation and yoga and all of those things and to kind of progress it a little bit and segue into cannabis I started using a lot of painkillers to manage my daily pain, um, which, you know, obviously is not healthy. I mean, you get prescribed these things and then you just become addicted to them. They were socially acceptable and, you know, you get them through your doctor. And um, I was just a, I was a mess. I mean, I'd function at work very well, but I'd be exhausted. I, you know, I'd still be in pain, but also I just had these migraines and the painkillers weren't really, they're just numbing me to be honest. So I remember asking a girlfriend to help me with my daughter one night because I was, you know, had an ice pack on my head in the dark. And I was like, I just can't do this day. And so she had come over and she had proposed or suggested that maybe I try something else. I'm like, try something else. I was a little bit short fused, especially when you are dealing with someone who's on painkillers and, uh, you know, is in pain. They usually have a bit of a short temper, which I would say I did. Um, So I snapped at her and I said, I have tried everything. And then she goes, what about cannabis? And I said, you mean marijuana? I said, no. I said, I don't do drugs. And she looked at me like I'm just crazy. So she goes, (laughs) she looked at my bedside table, which was full of all sorts of anything from, you know, Tylenol 3s to Oxycontin. Like, you know, you named it. I had it. I had my own little pharmacy on the side of my bed. So she said, you do drugs. And she just like threw them all to the floor. And I was like, oh, my God. And I thought, you know what, she has a valid point. So I did try cannabis. Um, I did, you know, inhale. I used, you know, I smoked it traditionally, and I I found that it did really work for me. On the other hand, though, I didn't want to start smoking. So I had a bit of a dilemma. Um, Late, you know, my uh, husband later he smoked quite heavily, which was led to his death. Actually, my second husband. I've been married twice, so. I didn't ever want to smoke in front of my daughter. Plus, it just wasn't my nature. It's just not my thing. It's, I don't judge it. It's just, you know, there's all sorts of alternative formats. So I really started using CBD oil in particular. And then, you know, one-to-one and THC and CBD, a balance of such. But when I was working, I really did find the CBD would also calm me down. Because um, I would have anxiety just about having the pain. I'd be like, oh my God, I'm going to have pain today. <laughs> you know, <laughs> Or migraines. So it would ease that and it would help with the pain. So I became a huge advocate for cannabis as a whole, but I also discovered all the other benefits to it, like inflammation, CBD reduces inflammation. And um, Blue Skies Life, we're also launching a Blue Skies beauty brand, which I'll talk about later, but it's all about inflammation, right? So, I mean, I'm I'm pro-aging. I mean, obviously we've developed and, you know, we've gotten older. The alternative is not much, you know, it's not good, right? So it's better to be aging than not. But I've turned 49 years old and I think really um, this year. So I'm very much on a mission to make the, latter, the rest of my life really matter, really count. And with a mission to make women feel beautiful inside and out um, and, and really work on their, uh, their wellness or their lifestyle from 360 point of view. So that kind of gives you a background where with the story of my health um, and, you know, throughout that also had other issues like um, hypertension all these things that develop from stress and corporate burnout is a real thing. It's now, um, it has been, you know, basically labeled from WHO, um, the World Health Organization, as a real condition, a real illness. So it is something I think employers really need to take seriously now, and especially with women who are working very, very hard, often double, I'm going to say it, than men, to be quite frank. Because we've had to really earn where we, we have our positions and our promotions. And often we take on so much because we're trying to really prove our worth. I think that's a whole other conversation itself. But I really think corporate burnout has to be really looked at with women, in particular those who have children and single mothers, and, and really identify that they need flexible hours. They need some compassion. They need resources and support. Um And I think that's really where I'd like to see the employment future go anyway, at least for women, and um, promote each other within the workforce.
0: Yeah. It's interesting because I think in part because of the pandemic, corporations have a different magnifying glass or a different lens on what life is like at home. You see, when women were going into offices, it's, it's a the separation right you've got your separation if this is home this is work and now people are seeing when those things are merged together it is quite difficult um because many have been in situations where they are either partially or in some cases 100 percent virtual the awareness level of just how much people are juggling has gotten greater And there is, I think, a shift. Um, I don't know if it's the same necessarily in all industries, but just of having more compassion, like you said, of life is more complex and there's a lot of shades of gray. And that support that's required for our mental state is more important now than ever. And so, you know, your story highlights something that I hope people are taking something away from, which is you were brought to a, to the edge in some ways. You got to the place of burnout. And I think many of the people listening, because I myself too come from a corporate background, they might not be there yet, but they might not be far from it. And I, I'm i hoping that through our conversation today, they don't have to get there.
1: I hope not. And I think it's a conversation that needs to be talked about more and more um, with women and identifying, being self aware that you are teetering near the edge. Sometimes you're not self aware because you become on, um, I don't know if I'm diverting this whole conversation, but you become on autopilot, right? You know, you get up in the morning. You feed the children or you know, I don't, I have one daughter, but um, feed the children, get them to school, um, jump onto it we have a go train here in Toronto or, or you drive to work and you're just getting there and you're thinking about the meeting and the this and the that and you have to get done and then you do whatever that is. Um, and then you you have to get back in time for the daycare, <laughs> which is stressful enough. That used to be one of the most stressful parts of my day I was actually trying to make sure I caught that train um, to get back home. And then you're taking them to their, you know, extracurricular activities. Um, Maybe you have a PTA meeting or, and somehow in there you would like to try to fit in some, you know, workout for you because you're probably not (laughs) eating well. You've been eating garbage or something because you're just feeding the kids as much as you can. And then you're just taking whatever's left over or you know, at the best, maybe you get a nutrition bar, or maybe you're really, maybe you're even doing a drive through fast food, I'm not going to judge. So it, it's all these things. And then you're exhausted. And then you're still getting pinged by your employer with emails and texts. And, you know, and it's stressing you out, because you shouldn't have to even look at those till tomorrow. But you know, they're there, or they expect you to answer. And you just need sleep. And you also yeah. need some time for you, right. And that's, that's a challenge. But I think, um, that's just the lifestyle challenge but also with employers I think they have to be as I said compassionate empathetic and they have to have resources and you know you only do have one life to live I try to, to get this through to women because I have lost um, two husbands which has been quite dramatic and and then dealing with a you know a teenage daughter that didn't have a father um, you have one life to live and you're going to spend most of it at work and so you are, I mean, you really are. You're spending at least half your life there. Um, and you, I would like to think that you like your work and you like the people. You're not going to like everything about it. Let's just be honest. We don't like everything about everything. <laughs> but hopefully, you know, the work that you are doing, you feel that there's some impact and you you are learning something and you are hopefully connecting with some people that you hopefully will be able to connect again in the future. I remember working with um a woman at um, a certain bank, which I really very much admired at the time. And, you know, I later then worked with her at another financial institution. And I think that's what's really great about connecting with other women. Um, We have to stop competing and comparing each with each other. We have to collaborate. And I always have a saying, you know, if you make it up to the next floor or the other floor, the penthouse, whatever, (laughs) shoot that elevator back down. Okay. And bring those women up and young women, midlife women, it doesn't matter. Bring them up. And it's not a competition because the more lights that you shine, the brighter the light will be, and you will build a much brighter future for our young women that we have following in our
0: footsteps. I hope everybody just took that note. (laughs) I mean, that is just absolutely 100% true. If we all had that mindset, we would be arm in arm and limitless. You know, unfortunately, I think that the way people are taught is to compete. And I think you, you quickly learn how much stronger and how much better you are when you work together and you actually support and uplift and you like your brand, which is what I want to talk about is about elevating. One of the most beautiful things I think about Blue Skies Life is the why in the name. And so that's something that you talk about. So a big aspect of your brand is purpose and the why. Could you could you talk about what inspired you to for your message for your brand?
1: Yes, definitely. This is something I love to talk about um blue skies life I mean I'll go into first how that name it's been a mantra blue skies that I've carried with me since my first husband passed away very tragically in a motorcycle accident so I had to leave my home um you know very dramatically and I remember all my friends throwing my belongings into boxes and I didn't even know like I was just obviously you know distraught I was 24 years old um you know, my home, my husband, all that life that you thought you were going to have, that, that the white picket fence happily ever after, it was totally destroyed instantly within a, you know, a couple of hours, everything had turned upside down. And um, anyway, so I, we, I had moved out and I wasn't sure where I was going to go, to be honest, because I wasn't sure where I was going to go. I didn't want to live with my parents. Um, so that's a whole story too. <laughs> but I was lying on the grass and looking at the blue sky. And I thought, you know, a beautiful blue sky I wish John my husband was here to see this and I thought everything's going to be okay blue skies it might feel stormy or it might be stormy tomorrow but I'm going to get through it it was just a very optimistic uh elevated way of thinking a growth mindset I suppose and I've always kept that blue sky like whenever it was a blue sky day I'm like oh it's a blue sky day um so it was to me it's about elevating your mindset um it's about optimism and for women too we always talk about that ceiling or you know um, there is no ceiling the sky is not the limit like push through it's limitless like you say if you really believe in that and blue sky thinking and so i spelt blue skies plural life so blue skies with a y s k y s because it is all about your why and your purpose Um, And your mission in life. And as I said, that might change, you know, throughout stages of your life. You might be very focused on your children. You might be very focused on your career. But I think it's all about impact and what kind of legacy you want to leave to the world. Hopefully, I'd like to make the world a greener, more, you know, future for our future children. But I also want to make women and elevate women to feel confident in their own skin, to feel beautiful inside and out. And that's a holistic approach, it's a 360 approach, right? So, it's not only, you know, your spiritual, emotional, physical, mental. It's all of those things put together. It's what you eat. It's what you put inside your body. It's what you put on your skin. Um, when I became very sick, I was very much into non-toxic products because I was realizing all the toxic, you know, uh, not only skincare, but you know, even things I ate. So all those things contribute to a toxic physiology right and then you can have a toxic mindset on top of that so we've been talking a lot about imposter syndrome we've been talking a lot you know in society about self-limiting beliefs and now you know because of the pandemic black lives matter and all these social justice issues that have not really they've been undercurrent but they've now bubbled to the top I mean it's all about really toxic thinking so I mean I think I'd like to eliminate toxic in all of our lives like from from way of thinking and mindset to what we put in and on our bodies um, and my products in general, like I'm launching a new product line, as I said, CBD, um, skincare, which will have high-end like Ecolux serums and all sorts of other really beautiful products. But it's also a state of being. So Blue Skies Life is a way of life. It is a mindset. It is a holistic approach 360. And, you know, you are what you think, Um, I think, you know, if we can just, today we're recording this, I believe it's International Peace Day, and, you know, if the power of love can outweigh or conquer the power of greed, and, I mean, sorry, the power of love could outpower the power of greed and all of these toxic ways of thinking, um, I think we'd have a beautiful world. So um, if we can throw away all of these societal frameworks of hatred and division and comparison and greed... And and just, I mean, this is a huge thing, I know, but if you take all these complex things and you really simplify them, it really just comes down to love. And that's what Blue Skies Life is about, loving yourself and loving others and loving your planet.
0: That's ah, amazing. Talk about your products. They're phenomenal because you have, like you said, everything from mind, body, and even home. So share with us your current products. And then since you mentioned it, I'd love to hear about what's coming. Okay, exciting. So yes,
1: um actually the Blue Skies Life was born during the pandemic because it was a personal passion project of mine. So mind, body, and home. We know we talk about mind, body, soul, of course, soul, but mind, body, home because our home is where we were spending a lot of our time. So I'm gonna be building on that collection, but I'll start with first with mind. So mine kind of overlaps, to be honest, everything. So sleep is a big thing for me. So I do have um, a natural tea, for example, which is Blue Lotus Dreams, which helps lucid dreaming. I also have had very traumatic things happen in my life, of course. So um, it also helps people who have post-trauma or have anxiety. So it helps calm naturally. And I also have raw local honey. Um, which you can infuse into your tea. So it just it really helps uh, anyone that has uh, any degrees of, you know, anxiousness or feelings of anxiousness, I would like to say, um, but also has problems going to sleep like insomnia. For me, it's a huge issue. <laughs> so I carry that. Um, also, just really a uh, mind is also about I kind of mind and body to me are a little bit infused there, because if you feel good and look good, your mindset is usually healthier as well. So I carry a lot of non-toxic products like cream deodorants, um, which have no aluminum. So when you're working out on your you know on your body, whether it's a workout or a walk, um I don't know if a lot of people know this, but aluminum has been traced. I mean, there's lots of studies to you know say whatever about anything, but at the end of the day, aluminum is not good to be absorbed into your body. It is a toxic. Um, it also creates your, your clothes to become yellow. You know, those yellow, ugly stains that you have. Under, that's aluminum. It's actually not your sweat or your or your, your glow, as I like to say it. Um, I also carry uh, all rose hip serums and, and so on for the skin. I carry shea butters. My last name is Shea, S-H-E-A. So, of course, I had to have a shea collection. So I have um, a plethora of beautiful, um, non-toxic shea collection of from orange bergamot to vanilla to, um, gosh, cocoa to uh, lemongrass. Um, We have wintergreen that will be coming for the winter. Uh, And that company that I work very closely with, they work with women that are in Africa and villages in Ghana. So it really helps support their community and their economy. So I really very much believe in trying to find and source I'm not trying. I do source uh, local raw ingredients that are do not have GMOs, do not have pesticides, but also help build a community and elevate a community, whether it's women or uh, you know anybody that's from a country that really requires resources financially and economically. Uh, and gosh, I'm trying to think of all the things we do have now. Um, those are my favorites, of course. We also just launched actually for the home in the summer, but it's not just a summer thing. We have coconut bowls spoons bamboo cups and straws and we call them bowl of love cup of love sip of love spoonful of love because it is all about loving your body and yourself and create you know you can create smoothie bowls and be coming out with some recipes that will have cbd in them as well um but you can also you know just love your planet because they're repurposed otherwise they would those coconut shells and bamboo they'd be going into waste and it helps create actually economic future for some of these villages as well so it's repurposed and we're also helping communities and you're also loving not only the planet but you're loving your body by hopefully feeding something good in those bowls and cups whether it's a smoothie smoothie bowl or salad or anything that's just healthy i think because they are very sustainable it just nurtures and that philosophy of wealth as i call w-e-l-l-t-h like holistic wealth so um what else? We also have Turkish towels, which are also help a village that are in Turkey, which is a woman led company. They're very thick. They're not like those thin ones that you often see on eBay and stuff. So they're great because I use them as shawls. I use them on the airplane. I'll be flying out tomorrow to Nashville, actually, but I'll be pra- wrapping myself in one of those. Um, we have various designs, but they're also great for just in your bathroom, like as decor, um, because they're, they're fast drying, they're absorbent and they're sustainable. Um, so we have some beautiful products like that we also have silk kimonos um, which are an eco lux they last forever they're timeless you can hand them down to your daughter your or or you know anyone in your family they make wonderful gifts I had a lady buy them for her women or her daughter's wedding this summer wedding this um, past season as she wore it to a beach cottage wedding but we have gorgeous ones like oh you can't see it in the back but I don't know if I can just, swift, well, I, I don't want to move my computer, but there is, um, I have butterfly designs. I have um, tropical Waikiki. You can just go on my Instagram and you can see them. Um, palms, we have butterflies, as I said, we have even um, cannabis leaf on the back, which, you know, advocates for anyone who's in that, um, who loves the plant. <laughs> mm-hmm. um, we have beautiful designs of everything, but I'm very, very, very excited to be launching Blue Skies Beauty specifically which we already have beautiful beauty products but we're going to be launching our own cbd line of serums and other um, body and face creams will be equal lux products which um, they will help fight inflammaging. so not just in which is inflammation inflammation whether it's inside your body or on your skin it is actually what is the stems what aging stems from so anything like people who have all sorts of you know diseases whether it's ibs or whether they have rosacea or eczema. Um, a lot of these things can be uh, the symptoms can be treated Um, those some of those symptoms can't be they can be treated but you can't actually cure the condition but they can be treated um, with CBD because it is a natural inflammatory and I'll be combining that with some other really beautiful ingredients as well which I don't want to share quite yet but I'll be launching them in the U.S. first to start and then hopefully um, in Canada here as well.
0: That is amazing and holiday season is coming and I have taken a look at all your products and I've already gone through (laughs) things for myself things for others I love that you advocate for sustainability and that it's not just about quality products but it's about helping the community and and doing so much more you know for like you said local economies and there's there's just so many benefits to buying your products and I'm also just excited to be able to hear more about CBD because I do think that there might be a little bit of a stigma where people don't understand some of those different benefits because obviously in the past it's only been associated with recreational drug use or and now there's so much evidence and there's so much research around the impact that it can have positively on our health
1: you're so spot on there i that's what i really advocate i want to crush the stigma of cannabis i mean when i was working in the financial i mean i never shared that i used cuz that's when i started using cbd Um, And cannabis products as a whole. I mean, I think it's so important. Cannabis as a plant has been used in ancient medicine for centuries, um, specifically Chinese medicine, indigenous medicines. Um, It's been around for centuries. And it was, you know, really made illegal really due to racial and political agendas. Um, so really look at the reasons why it was made illegal. So therefore there is, it should not be on you know, especially CBD, which has no psychoactive effects whatsoever. Um, it does not make you high. Tetrahydrocannabidol does, so um, does have those effects, but it also has pain relieving effects. It's really wonderful for any, not just women, but for anyone that's maybe uh, going through chemotherapy because it helps with appetite. Um, cause you know, a lot of times you're nauseous when you're going through a lot of treatments. Um, it also helps with, you know, all sorts of conditions, feelings of, um, depressions, feelings of anxiety, all of these, as long as they're monitored. Um, I do have a science degree in cannabis, so I can speak very much, you know, I could go on a whole tangent there, but I don't want to, but there's all these other cannabinoids. There's over a hundred cannabinoids, CBN, CBG, and they're only discovering, and there's a whole lot of other ones as well, obviously. Um, they're only discovering now a lot of what these cannabinoids can do and what specifically ones can do maybe together. So when they're starting to isolate these and treating everything from autism to, you know, skin conditions to um, they're even looking, you know, to treat cancer, um, you know, there's, there's so much of a future to it. I think there's so much can be said about mental health with it as long as it's monitored. Is again, like anything, there, it should always be monitored to make sure that you're taking it. Um, you know, with a doctor's supervision or a medical cannabis practitioner supervision, because if you are on other medications, you you should know that there could be sometimes, you know, uh, interactions. But in general, like nobody's died from taking too much cannabis. OK, so like like alcohol, I mean, I general like when I had a stressful day, I would have I mean, I still like my drinks now and then, but I now I make a lot of what I call CBD cocktails, which I'll be also launching um, an initial course on Eventbrite talking all about feeling good in your skin, which I'll be doing that over a CBD cocktail and teaching women about how to care for their skin naturally. Um, so there's so much you can do with this plant. I mean, you can eat it, you can put it in your smoothies, you don't have to smoke it. So there you, I think that's a lot of the stigma is the smoking and the smell. Um, yeah and some people love the terpenes and the terpenes do have but you don't necessarily want everyone to know what you're doing so there's all sorts of delivery methods from you know oral strips to uh, oral sprays to obviously gummies and edibles or you can cook I cook with it I make cannabis butter which I call you know liquid gold so I put that obviously go low and go slow no matter especially if you're ingesting it or inhaling it Because if you ingest it, it can be more potent than than your traditional method of inhaling. Um, So, yeah, always go low and go slow. But CBD is something that you really can't go too wrong with um, because it is non-socoactive, But I do feel it's important to always go low and slow just to make sure you do not have a reaction. But I find it just calms me. I don't need to... I do love my wine, everybody knows that, but I I do that more because I want to go wine tasting or something like that, but I would love to see the cannabis tourism industry one day, you know, do something where we're experiencing it, not necessarily smoking it, but maybe experiencing it in different ways, like, you know, cannabis cocktails. I prefer to do that. That's kind of my go-to because I loved keeping it classy. (laughs) So for me, it's something, but also, you know, when you're doing something that's, um, you know, a gel cap or um, I like the oil because it is more fast acting for me. Um, I like to do that because it's discreet. So if I needed to take, you know, a dose of CBD at work at the office, I could do that and nobody would smell it on me. Um, Mm -hmm. Not to mention it just wasn't in my, you know, my wheelhouse it wasn't something i like to do i like i don't smoke in general but vaping mm-hmm. is another alternative It it is inhaling but it is not it is uh below the combustion point uh the boiling point so you're not getting the same carcinogens uh, that you would inhale with potentially with a joint as we call them Um.
0: Yeah.
1: so there's different ways to enjoy cannabis there's something for everyone and anyone i think Um, But always go low and go slow and maybe try CBD first. It's great if you are working out like I work out quite a bit. So if you have joint pain, um, arthritis, inflammation, um, and it takes a little time to build up in your system. So just because it didn't work once doesn't mean it won't work. It's just like taking your vitamins. If you take one vitamin, it's not necessarily going to work either. So, but it's really about a holistic approach. And so, I never say cannabis is the cure all for everything. You know, right. everyone is different. But you also have to live your life well, um, holistically. So, I'm very excited about infusing CBD into um, topicals and and beautiful skincare. And uh, so, Blue Skies Beauty is beautiful made well. So. Um, I'm very, very excited. So I'll have to share with you, but I would love to offer any listeners to 20% off the, I'll share a link, but 20% off. And then um, any, um, I have some mindset tips too that I can share with everyone. So I'll send you those links and maybe you can post them too.
0: I would love to. I was just thinking of that as you were talking. So our wavelength is just completely aligned, but I'm, I'm exhilarated by this because, uh, I personally have. Happy to go on the slow route, like you said. I wish everybody had a scientist like you that might advise them before they just start, you know, doing things. Um, And those gummies are a lot more potent than one might Yes, they um, actually
1: convert to a, a compound called 11 hydroxy. I mean I tried educating people in the cannabis space that were like I worked for. Um, and people didn't believe me and I'm like, okay, I know what I'm talking about. So it, it converts to 11 hydroxy, which is four to five times more potent so um, than THC itself. So and it resides in your system especially as women physiologically we have more fat storage than men traditionally not all mm-hmm. but in general so it will reside in your system longer too so that's another thing to think about it all depends on your weight and your size and all that but it could linger for a couple of days
0: Yeah I, I figured that out <laughs> Um because I I'm, I know not much about about this and um but the drops, I found the drops and then also the pain relief in the roll-on uh, is really is really great. So, you know, like you said, there's just, uh, depending on where you're at and what your needs are, like I'm finding pain as, I guess that's just part of the process. <laughs> it's, you get more pain as you go through the aging process and do the things that you normally do, like... If you are a person like you and I that regularly work out, things change. I'm like, I didn't used to have pain like this. And next thing you know, you do. And so you need to find other ways to, to heal that. And the other interesting thing that I find is the impacts of other drugs that are, I don't know, even more rampant like opioids in all the various forms that it comes in to the point where our government has had task forces, um, because that is a drug that has killed so many. It's um, awful. It, you know, I mean, and- I, I
1: took opioids, you know, back in the day and Oxycontin and all that. So it's, um, it's quite addictive. And I would say it's really rampant among professionals because they get prescribed it, especially back then. But now it's, you know... It is, it's very, very sad to see people overdosing in the streets. And a lot of these people, they lose their entire lives over it. And it's because somebody prescribed it to them and they're suffering with pain. But then they're told, you know, that it's OK. So they take another one, another one, another one. Before you know it, they're mixing with alcohol. They're doing all sorts of things. And it's so, so sad. And, you know, I think really cannabis, medical cannabis supervised should be one of the first resorts of treatment versus a last which I find so ironic that, you know, that in pharmaceuticals, I'm not, there's always a place for pharma. Of course, I'm never going to say that there isn't, but at the end of the day, there's a lot of side effects to a lot of these pharmaceutical um, products that we are prescribed for anxiety, for depression. Um, I mean, you know, cannabis can, there's like anything, there's something called cannabis use disorder too. So, I mean, anything that you've can become a disorder, but at the end of the day, um, I really feel cannabis should be looked at for people that do have post-trauma, that do have anxiety and do have depression or you know, inflammation or arthritis or other pain-related uh, conditions first. And it doesn't have to be like the very first, but it should be in that first toolbox, not the last toolbox that's on a shelf. Meanwhile, that person's already suffered all sorts of side effects. I mean, I, I took so many pills that I've rather, I know I have acid reflux, I have a lot of intestinal issues and digestion issues because of the pills I used to take that were prescribed or, you know, you could get even at the drugstore just over the counter. So I think Mm -hmm. it's, it's so important to educate and crush that stigma, but go low and go slow on those edibles. They do take about an hour or two to take effect. So if you don't think they're working, wait a little while, because if you take too many, you're going to (laughs) be on a green roller coaster, wishing you could get off.
0: Yeah. (laughs) Yeah. So just be, be mindful and, you know, Educate yourself like you said first. Uh, But one of of the things I wanted to come back to is self-care. I noticed that one of the recent blog posts that you did was about that, self-love, and the things that you do for yourself to to really stimulate that. And so what I want to ask you is, at the beginning of our conversation, you talked about a routine that I think many people can relate to. The trying to get to this place on time, juggling more than one thing at a time, you're thinking about the big presentation, you're thinking about your children, you're thinking about possibly a significant other, and you know, about 10 other things in between. Where do you fit in the self-care and the self-love? Yes. (laughs) what What are some of the things that you've seen as you've engaged with different women about what that looks like and i think this is important for men you know to hear too i think you know we you've got women in your life and you know whether it is a significant other a daughter or a niece or anybody else it's uh, it's important for us to to take a purposeful pause around this
1: I, I so agree, pausing, pausing and reset, um, be grateful and pause. I think I was featured in Thrive Global about that too. But yeah, mindset and self-love um, is so important. We love our children. We might love our careers. Maybe you're not, but we definitely spend a lot of time with her. And hopefully you love your spouse or partner, um, you know, and you need to love your life. And it, it's really hard to do that when you forget yourself. So if you forget yourself, and you're not caring for yourself. You're not going to be able to care for others. Um, so, I always say, fill your cup up. Uh, you have to fill your cup up. And I know that sounds kind of corny or tacky, but it's like, you know, it is so essential and important. And that's kind of why I did these bowls of love, coconut bowl, cup of love, because you need to overflow your cup. And, you know, I remember sometimes people would say, Who do you think you are? This is something that I, like, you know, and I'm like, Or, you know, you're feeling, you know, like you're so full of yourself, right? And I'm like, Wow. Like, Especially for women, I think we get that a lot. Don't I mean, don't I mean, I don't know any woman that stands on her in her ground, and sometimes we're not always there. I was very shy when I was younger, and then I stepped into my power a little later in life because I had a few hard knocks, and I was like, you know what, I have to take care of myself. And then also, I was getting a lot of feedback about this. I'm kind of going on a tangent here, but the filling your cup and and you know, being full of yourself is so important because when your cup floweth over, this is something from Oprah when your cup floweth over. Um, you can f- pour your cup into others so I want my cup to be full and I'm going to be full of myself that's all good so those things to fit self-love in it's it I mean I think even the simplest thing I have these tips that I I'll, I'll share a couple of them and I know I posted a blog about um just about things you can do as well but when you wake up in the morning I mean, I, I share a lot of these things that I've learned from other really amazing women or speakers, and I'm coached by Tony Robbins, myself, and Dean. So I, I incorporate a lot of these things and Mel Robbins, um, but high-five yourself in the mirror when you wake up in the morning and you are rocking it. Like, you might think you're not or feel you're not, but you are. You're doing the best you can, and if you start your day like that, no matter what you look like in the mirror, don't judge it. Just high-five yourself and say, you're beautiful. And you're rocking it and you're whatever you want to say something that's empowering to lift yourself up and actually touch that mirror like just touch it because I think that tactile approach it just does something to me it really helps me motivate myself and refill myself but I think you know whether it's even like self love I think it's about a lot about mindset. And it's really hard to fill in those time blocks for yourself, but you really, really have to. And maybe it's not every day, but it, you should schedule it in your calendar. Like I'm kind of a scal- a calendar queen. I, I schedule everything, including this podcast, of course. But I used to, I'm single. So I would even say, I know this they would take offense, but even my dates, I'd say, can you send me a calendar invite? <laughs> but it was so impossible for me because I had so many things going on. And, you know, like I needed to schedule it in. But self, to make a date with yourself. And you know, when I lost my husband's, um, I started dating myself and loving myself. And I'm like, what does Christina want to do today? You know, I have a free night. Maybe my daughter at the time was visiting a friend or sleepover. I'm like, Christina wants to go to see a movie all by herself and maybe, you know, have a big bucket of popcorn with butter on it. You can you can indulge, right? But I think also eating while well, loving your body, right? So if you love your body, make that time whether it's yoga meditation or a combination eating well that's why I love those little smoothie bowls I'm really addicted to smoothies I'm going to start compiling some recipes that I use and with optional CBD infusion Um, so those kind of things are really really important because if you feel your body you're going to feel your day and you're going to feel your life if you don't do that Um, little, little indulgences, like just even taking, you know, a warm bath and, you know, resting your muscles, maybe after workout, or maybe you're just been running around after the kids all day, um, you know, bath bomb, put that bath bomb and I have, actually I do have some, I didn't talk about those, but I have natural bath bombs. I I love that. It's one of my favorite ways. I also, you know, I make my homemade infused, but I hopefully be able to launch those in Canada, but I will be launching those in the U S as well. It's funny how U S regulations are a little more easy to do business in Canada, but um so things like that um taking time to read books that really empower yourself it doesn't have to be you could be an audible sometimes you just don't have time so put it on while you're in the car i'm all about multitasking and and maxing out what i can do i mean sometimes i need to tone it down a little bit um but you know but i think another one is walking in nature like being in nature um connecting i call it forest bathing go for a walk um go by the beach I love the beach and these kimonos that I have I love them because they make me feel beautiful beautiful. (laughs) they're sustainable silk and they fly and I have a past life and I don't know if you know this but I used to be a professional belly dancer so uh, yeah I know I have a very eclectic life so I used to teach women I performed all around I even went to Turkey but silk was you know the silk veils they fly they're alive um and they just make you feel like a queen and
0: and it uh, feels so good on your skin
1: yes they feel okay. so beautiful on your skin and you can wear it casually or not, or with a bikini. doesn't matter. Or a one piece. doesn't matter. Jeans.
0: Oh, that is so sexy ladies. Come on. Who doesn't want to feel sexy like that? That's
1: awesome. <laughs> Silk is sexy. Yes. Um, you know, we, we use it from a very uh, ethically and sustainable farm. So I'm also very, and it's a woman led farm as well. So, um, yeah, so there's all these little moments and I think really, is taking that time to also pause and be grateful for what you do have. I think it's really key and, and celebrate your wins. So grateful for what you have, but grateful for what you've done and celebrate whatever you did today. Um, One thing, even if it's one, if there's more than one fabulous and then think about maybe what you want to do the next day. But, there's so many ways to really take the time to take care of yourself. And I know with children, especially, it doesn't matter. I think when they're young, you're busy. And when they're older as teenagers, their problems become larger. Yeah. So it's a different set of problems. Um, but, you know, you're there, you're a parent, you're just going to guide them along the way. But you have to also... You're taking care of them, but you have to take care of yourself and love yourself and fill your cup of love over and get full of yourself.
0: <laughs> yes, so. yes. And I know that there's at least at least two things of what you said that somebody can take and apply in their day. And like you said, it's about those moments. It's not like taking you need a half a day. It could be 30 minutes here. It could be five minutes there. It's whatever works for you. So find what works and do it. Schedule it if you have to. You schedule everything else. Yeah. And I'd be happy to share there. that
1: link with you because I've actually, there's, I mean, there's so many, but there's one little worksheet and just even unplug, unplug from your computer. I know it's so hard. We're a de-
0: digital detox. Mm-hmm.
1: <laughs> yes, exactly. So um, digital detox, like you can make a spot at home and just put the phone in another room, turn it off, put it on airplane mode, whatever, put those, those bath salts or bath bombs into your bath you put a candle on. I do have coconut sustainable candles too. I'll do a little plug there, but any candle, um, and it'll just make you feel peaceful. So good.
0: I I'm like envisioning this moment of my day later with these candles and all the things. So, (laughs) I just love it. But I do want to take some time for my audience to get to know you a little bit better. I think they've, they've learned so much about your journey. But one of the important messages that I like to share always is that we are unique. We're unique individuals. Um, and there's things that we have in common, but there's things that make us special. So my first question for you is what are three words that best describe you? Wow. Wow.
1: I'll say brave. Brave has gotten me through a lot. I never thought people say, oh, you're so strong. I said, no, I'm just brave. But bravery is really um, moving forward, forward um, even though you're afraid. <laughs> so I'm brave. Um, I think I'm curious. I'm always an eternal learner. So I'm curious. And I would say that I am kind and empathetic. They kind of go together because um, I mean, there's, I think kindness is so important in this world, and I really hope that will be the new contagion after this pandemic. Kindness and empathy. So I would like to see that. But I do feel I'm kind and empathetic, and uh, I really always want to, especially towards women. I, you know, totally empathize with their journeys, no matter where they are in life. So, um, I those I think I don't know. I don't know what other people would say about me. I'm curious actually to ask that question to others.
0: Yeah. Those are all beautiful qualities and I can just imagine how people are drawn to you because of those. Okay, my next question is what's something that you're working on improving?
1: Oh, patience.
0: <laughs> you and me both.
1: <laughs> I have always had problems with that, but I think we we live more now than ever in this world of instant gratification and then you know, you compare you know, I'll compare. Them. I mean, I can't help it. I try not to, and I, it's something I have to work on, patience. But the comparison thing, you know, and, and you know, you start comparing. Oh, well, I, I'm only here, and other people are here. Whether it's a business or maybe even a fitness, you know, level or whatever. But it's also patience with your children. It's patience with yourself. It's patience with the world. I mean, I'm still going to always be taking action towards things, but I think patience is is a virtue. Um, definitely and it's definitely um, if you have patience and you can be mindful how you speak to others whether they work for you or they're on your team or in your family or your children I know when I was stressed um, that's when my patience is at its worst so try to get your sleep ladies um, and everyone for that matter um, and, and, and take care of yourself and love yourself and you will have more patience with the world
0: oh that's really good what is a self-limiting belief that you've had to overcome? Wow.
1: Well, I think we've all had these, right? Um, I probably have had so many. Uh, I don't, I think there was a lot of tenacity that was in some of those. Um, I I was young and blonde and I guess you could say attractive. So I used to think nobody would take me seriously. So I'd even wear, I wear glasses now, but sometimes I would wear pretend glasses to an interview. <laughs> just so I could be taken seriously Um, so because I am I can be very bubbly and fun I I found sometimes I maybe it was a self-limiting belief on my own point I thought people didn't take me seriously I and I felt sometimes because I'm a single mother um, and this is a real challenge too but you know just whether it's you know being successful because you're like okay I have all this responsibility and all these things how can I possibly do this as a single mom how can I possibly you know do this all on my own but it's just one step in front of the other and sometimes when I even vocalize this now it's just a reminder to myself um but I've always had this I don't know fighter inside of me like I love I used to love that song by Christina Aguilera was a fighter because yeah. I always felt, and maybe that was a self-limiting belief in itself, really, because I always felt the war was against the world. And that was a very toxic way of looking at things. And I guess it is limits you because it's actually, you know, when I say that, because I always felt like everything was bad was happening to me, right? People were dying. My husbands were dying. I, I lost, you know, positions and, and all sorts of things that happened and I got sick and, you know, and then financial turmoil and, and, and all these things that happened to me and, I was like, I felt like I was fighting the world. And really, at the end of the day, I was fighting myself. I just needed to believe in myself. So I think that in itself, being angry <laughs> is a self-limiting belief. And I think you have to put that on the shelf. And you can acknowledge that feeling. But I think anger was something. And it wasn't really a belief. It was just me thinking, I, I'm angry at the world. And you know, I have to fight for everything. I did fight. But I think I could have done it maybe more peacefully, (laughs) and, um, having some patience mixed in with that might've helped.
0: Yeah. It goes together. Yes. The patience, (laughs) the patience piece and, and, you know, the, the self-limiting belief, but I can, I can completely relate. Sometimes we can be our own worst enemy. You know, it's just working, working through ourselves more than it is the outside. Yes.
1: Yes. I think, well, that's what self-limiting beliefs is really. It's a war against internally. So Mm -hmm. I think, yeah, I think it's really just um, breaking those constructs down and thinking, well, why do I think those things? And maybe I think if you just take action, whether it's something you're afraid of doing or you're not comfortable, take one step towards it, you'll start to feel more confident. That's how I always action my life. But I know with a pandemic, it's been hard. If you're afraid of public speaking, go on Clubhouse, go to Toastmasters, go on podcasts um there's so many different things you can do or if you're afraid of opening a business i mean maybe just start with something small and put it online and see how that goes while you're still having your day job there's all sorts of things you can do um are you afraid of speaking up in a boardroom meeting i used to be um because i I knew the men i did know they wouldn't take me seriously but that was partly my own belief but it was also self-destructive because i wasn't allowing my voice to be heard so i think it's just small steps put put your, your thought forward. If someone already said it, just amplify it. Mm -hmm.
0: Doesn't matter. (laughs) So,
1: yeah, exactly. So I think that, I don't know what the the original question was now, but, um, one step in front of the other.
0: Yeah, no, I think that's great. Okay. Christina, what is one thing you want to see changed in the world?
1: Oh, wow. So many things to change. I would, it all comes down to me just love, like, Love yourself. I think if everybody loved themselves first, there wouldn't be wars. Um, love your neighbor. Love your children. I mean, we all love our children, but really, you know, love our planet. And you know, I mean, it really comes down to that. I think kindness. As I always I said this earlier, but kindness, empathy, love, um, and a real awareness and understanding. Especially, I mean, I have a soft spot for women, but elevating women for equity. And gender equity, especially within the workplace, but in society, we're seeing so many horrible things happen across the world right now, where women are losing their rights. Um, can I would like to see equity for women and women having a true, a true, sorry, I made a a true, a strong true voice, you know, in the world that we can actually enact change and and to see them in politics, see them in these big countries. Like I would love to see, you know, a female prime minister, a female president. I'd like to see more women in power that can actually make change. And, you know, when women work together, we can make, you know, great things happen. So I would like to see that. That's one of my biggest things. I think there'd be a peaceful world.
0: Absolutely. Yeah, much more. (laughs) Uh, Okay. What's one of the best pieces of advice, advice that you've ever been given? Hmm.
1: I think, you know, my mom actually, not that I really listened to her when I was younger, but <laughs> but now that I get older, she would always say, don't sweat the small stuff. And if it doesn't matter in five years, does it really? So sometimes we get, we ruminate about these little things that happened in our day Um, like anything from simple like oh my god you know like you can have all these amazing things you're alive first of all that's an amazing thing but someone gets angry at you when you're driving your car and there's some road rage and you're like oh you're so upset you're angry and that could have been the middle of your day the end of your day but whatever you let it ruin your day Um, so don't sweat the small stuff and you know this is something especially I probably should have definitely listened to more when I was raising my daughter because I was you know about you know cleaning her room or you know blah 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 and of course those things matter you have to you know discipline, but i think don't get so worked up about that. um, you know, if your child's, you know, going to school and they're doing decently in school and they have friends and they're happy, you're you're very, very blessed. So yeah, don't sweat the small stuff. Um when you look in the mirror if you're five pounds heavier than you like to be or ten pounds, I mean, okay, you might want to work on that, but it doesn't mean that you have to ruminate and agonize over it either. Again, you know, if it doesn't matter in five years, um Sometimes I'd get so angry when my daughter would leave the kitchen in a mess. It would so annoy me, and I would it would ruin my day. I'd come home, I'm like, oh my god, and I'd blow up. No patience, no nothing. You know, I'm in pains. So I'm taking all these kill- painkillers. But those things they don't really matter. So, just hug her, tell her you love her. Say, can you please tidy this up? That would make your mom so happy.
0: <laughs> but don't sweat the small stuff. <laughs> Try again tomorrow. Huh? Yes. <laughs> let's let's. <laughs> let's do better (laughs) no but that's 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 sage advice and it definitely you start realizing that probably more and more over time you know how minuscule things are when you actually take the time to think about it or you look back and go wow i really got mad over nothing
1: yeah and that drains your energy so better to try to Take a pause, count to three or whatever, and then re-channel that energy into something else. And, you know, hating on the world or being angry at the world or blaming other people, that's all a drain of energy too. So use your energy wisely. Don't sweat the small stuff.
0: Yeah, absolutely. Christina, how can people find you, follow you? what's you talked about some of the upcoming things and now people are going to be like okay well what's the exact date when can I get the new stuff like how can they find that out
1: well you can definitely I'm on Facebook and Instagram blue skies life now remember blue skies is spelled with a y so it's blue and then s-k-y-s life so that's the handle blue skies life at Instagram Facebook I'm on Pinterest too um but you can obviously go to our website um, www. Uh, I always have to say that sometimes, but dot blue skies life. So again, blue s k y s There'll be blue skies beauty announcements shortly this fall. About when there'll probably be you know a teaser out and a pre-sale. So I'm hoping that we will have the MVP product out by November, but um, stay tuned. Um, but it'll definitely be before the New Year. So very very excited about that. And, um, oh, I'm on Clubhouse. I'm addicted to Clubhouse, I will say. I'm. At, that's one of my addictions nice. right now. <laughs> All right. Um, yes. Yeah, so you can find me at Blue Skies Life, or you can just um, search my name, Christina with a K, a Shay. I also have, I'm going to give you too many things to find me now, um, my own club on Clubhouse called Making Her Story, and Blue Skies Life will be kind of having its own club while we're working on that right now. I'm also working on a podcast, so I can't wait to have you as my guest as well, Born Unbreakable. um so just stay tuned for that hopefully that will be out by november but it might be you know december the podcast because we're recording those right now so the blue skies life show so there's lots and lots coming so i'm very excited but yeah just check out us on social facebook instagram and on our website and the blog there and search me out on clubhouse
0: yeah this is amazing and i do put all the links in the show notes and so if anybody, you know, because everybody sort of has their thing, right? Some people are kind of Instagram people. Some people are Clubhouse, you know, and whatever it is. And, and to, they need to stop inventing all these different platforms before we've got, you know, a list of 82 places to find our, ourselves. And if you sign
1: up for our newsletter, you'll definitely get the VIP intro um, presale before anybody else. So sign up for our newsletter on our website at blueskieslife.com. Again, it's spelled with a y, so blueskies, SKY s k y s life.com.
0: Yes, amazing. And I will I would love to promote your stuff and and do an, a special ad for you in my show. So, we'll, let's we'll talk about that. We'll talk about that so I can do that for you because I I I just love what you're doing. I love that the what you promote, what you stand for. And so my grateful for today is this time with you and how much I learned, how much I learned personally and how excited I am because for those that are listening, how much they got to learn with me.
1: Well, I'm very grateful to be here with you. I, as I said, I was so excited. Um, it's just the topics and the, just the naming of your podcast, Unbreakable. So remember, ladies and, and men, you are not broken you're just getting ready to fly and soar. Like you don't have broken wings, you're ready to fly. So I love what you're doing. And um, thank you for holding space with me. And I've learned a lot just watching you artfully interview me. So thank you so much.
0: Yeah, absolutely. Well, this is just the beginning. I anticipate a lot more exciting conversations because we have such great alignment and I'm just really excited about everything that you're doing. So thanks again for coming on the show. Thank you. Christina Shea, CEO of Blue Skies Life, Toronto, Canada, represented today. What an amazing episode. I personally learned so much and I hope that you did too. Some really great takeaways. Fill your cup up. I love that saying about when your cup is overflowing, it means that you can pour into others. It is so true. Think about that today. What do you need to do for yourself today? One or two things that you can do to make your cup more full so that you can pour into others to give the best version of you. What does that look like? It's also amazing how in times of adversity, we learn the most about ourselves and it sparks some of the most magnificent things in our lives. After the interview, I talked with Christina about how life is 10% of what happens to you and 90% of how you react to it. I just really do believe that. She had the tragedy of losing two husbands going through having a brain cyst and health trauma and challenges that have now propelled her into this space where she's not only pouring into the wellness of herself, but the wellness of others and helping the economy at the same time. Talk about killing multiple birds with one stone in a magnificent incredible way I am so inspired by what she's doing and the products that she has I'm telling you definitely check them out blueskieslife.com and she's adding more to it and you are some of the first people to hear about it and also let me just talk about the benefits of CBD I will be the first to say that when CBD and hemp products and things of that nature started becoming more popular, I certainly had skepticism. I'm like, hmm, I know that marijuana is legal in some places. Is this going to end up being a crazy thing, a bad thing? And really in the spirit of health, wellness, and betterment, which I think all of us would not argue against, there are some incredible benefits. Again, study, do your homework, look into what would work for you. I love how she talks about going slow, but there is really such a great variety. For me personally, it was pain that got me to trying different things uh, like roll-on products for pain, um, you know, things of that nature. So I'm not the expert go to go to Christina and other experts like Christina on that but I do love the educational piece of it to say uh, do your research find what works for you and really take care of yourself because as we know in this time tomorrow is not promised we do only have this one life to live, so we have to do what it takes to take care of ourselves. The nutrients that we feed our body, the exercise that we do, certainly the things, the vitamins, the supplements, and the other kinds of treatments, uh, like we talked about today, are important part of the, the journey of exploration, research, and, and finding the right solutions for yourself personally. So I hope that you were inspired by Christina, her story, her unbreakable spirit, talk about the epitome of unbreakable. It is certainly that woman right there. Follow her on all the social media platforms that she mentioned. It'll be in the show notes. And remember that you are your only limit. So take action today. Do The one thing that you need to do today to take yourself to the next level. Doesn't have to be big. Maybe it's the self-care. Maybe it's the self-love that will propel you. Maybe that's just it. Maybe that's the action step. But maybe there's some other things that you might be thinking of too. Don't forget to tune in again because it's what I do here. Tune in again next week for another amazing episode and please do me this favor, share this episode with somebody who needs to hear it. There is a lot that you could turn on today on the news, for example, or something that you read that doesn't put you in the right mindset, the right spirit, the right attitude. I want this to be a place that puts you in the right mindset to help others and to be the best version of you so that you can live an abundant life. So share this episode, rate and review it, Audible, Apple. Those are the places that you can do that. Thank you so much for your support and feel free to reach out to me, des at If there's anything that you want to share from being on the podcast, sharing your feedback with me, I'm always open to hearing it. Tune in again next week. See you then.